0: Everyone, today is the Geek Remix podcast. It's that time of day again. My name is Mari.
1: <laughs> it's that time of day, whatever time of day you're listening. Whatever, to this.
0: what a time of, whatever it's that time of the time. My name is Mari. I'm Stacey, and I thought since everybody's probably just already asking,
1: what do you guys think of the Left Strange Two teaser trailer? So when I actually was gathering questions, like for the last podcast. All everybody was asking was like, "Can you guys talk about like Life is Strange two stuff?" And now we have actual like stuff to talk stuff about. Stuff to talk about. A teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you haven't already seen the teaser trailer, I recommend watching it. But basically, it show it's from the perspective of a cop dash cam. Yep. And so he's like rolling down the street, and then there's like I think they say something about like a fight in progress or something like that. So. I did a breakdown, two separate videos
0: of the breakdown, where, okay, he goes, there's a 10-10 in progress, and by the way he's reacting, he's like, it seems like he's seeing a lot more than just like a street fight, Mm because he's like, oh my god, 10-10 in progress, I need backup. Mm -hmm. Like, so he's not just seeing like two drunk people fighting. Yeah. And then he runs over, and if you like listen super carefully and slow it down, it sounds like he's saying... Daniel, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And then like some shit happens and stu- then like some sort of force is thrown and like the cop car is flipped over
1: and, and the guy like, goes flying. Yeah.
0: And some people uh skip ahead if you don't want to see spoilers because there was a data mine that I haven't looked at yet, but people keep like Sending, sending it sending anyway. it to me and i don't look at it but like the one thing i couldn't avoid and like skip get ahead if you don't want to hear this was like the main character's name was going to be daniel mm-hmm. and i was like okay like i don't know if that's actually true or not <laughs> I really wish people would like not data mine because that's like spoilers. Well, because
1: people were remember people data mine the original game, and then there was thing, and then they were like, oh, these things are gonna happen, and then they never did because that wasn't actually included in the game. Yeah, you remember?
0: Uh, yeah, because they they put Rachel Amber's, they put a file named Rachel Amber in there. Yeah, and they were like, her file was in the game. Like I don't understand. Like in the original Life is Strange, because like she's alive because her file's in the in the game. Shh. And then I was like, no, that was probably just the model for her body bag.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um data mining is not always um, reliable because I think they know now that you're going to do the that. That yeah. people are going
1: to do it. That people are
0: going to do it. So sometimes they put like mislabeled files in there. So, yeah. And now AJ's upset that we aren't allowing him to be a part of the podcast, but he's being very bad today, so he has to go outside. Um, so... But, yeah, so it's confirmed, I guess, in its own way, that the main protagonist is going to be the one of the neighbor kids, mm-hmm. who I think... Who Wait, looks... do we know that, the, that, the, that, the, that that's the kid? Yeah, they said, like, his, his name was Daniel.
1: Oh, I didn't know that we knew that from, we knew that from Captain Spirit. It's from the data mine that people kept sent, like, being like, his name is Daniel. Uh, Yeah, but, like, how are, I don't know what the, what is the connection between the neighbor kid and the name Daniel? How do we know his name is Daniel? Because his file name was Daniel.
0: Oh. Yeah, that's oh. why everyone kept telling me, like, his name is Daniel, his file's name is Daniel. I'm like, oh. okay, I don't want to look at the data mine. I but, see. like, they would be like, the kid's name is Daniel, and then, like, send me a link. And I'm like, please stop. Like, I'm really asking okay. you. Like, if you've watched any of my videos, it's so clear that I have asked so many times, don't do this.
1: Yeah. Because
0: it's really important to me that I be able to enjoy the game. Like, it's more important to me to be able to join the to enjoy the game than to, like...
1: Without spoilers. Without
0: spoilers. And I know it's going to make people be like, I'm definitely going to send it to her now. It's just, like, I don't care if somebody's, like, trying to ruin my day. I just care,
1: like, you know, Cause, I just... <laughs> well, because people get excited and they're, like, they just want your thoughts on something. And it's, like, right, but if you actually, like, listen to, like, what I want, I don't want to know this stuff.
0: Yeah, that's what I just want to be
1: able to play the game.
0: I want to play the game the way Don't Nod wants me to play the game, and not like cheat, but not like drip fed. Yeah, I want to. I want to analyze what's given to me and not like look past that.
1: Well, and also like I feel like it can also set up expectations because like we don't know that he's going to be the main character. There might be an incident. Mm-hmm. Maybe he dies you don't know though this
0: takes place before
1: oh okay this is all takes place on but I'm October saying, like but, but he might just be there like we don't know that he's the one that do you yeah. know what I'm saying so
0: yeah some theories are that there's a newspaper on the table in Captain Spirit and it says you know, a month ago, a strange incident happened where somebody was uh died from a gunshot and a police officer died from unknown reasons, and there's riots about it. So, some people think this is the same incident mm-hmm. because uh Captain Spirit takes place in early December, late November, yep, and this takes place on October, October 28th, 28th. So, some people think it's the same incident. Um, I looked up the address, it's actually in Portland. And, and the incident happened in Seattle so it could have just been like a made-up yeah, street so and like it doesn't look anything the place in real life doesn't look anything like the street that it happens on um, I thought that since it seemed like the kid didn't really have control over what was going on because he said I didn't do anything mm-hmm. and then as soon as another cop came by and said get on the ground if my interpretation was the kid got upset And then the powers happened, so I think he either... Kind of like an X-Men. He either doesn't have control over his powers, or the powers are controlled by, like, an outside entity, which is why Captain Spirit had the word spirit being said over and over again all the time. Like, uh, if you answer the phone, like, this guy calls, and he's like the spirit is inside
1: of you. Mm-hmm. The Holy
0: Spirit is called Captain Spirit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, maybe he has more control over his powers by the end of Captain Spirit because it seems like he saves Chris mm-hmm. at the end, Who whichever kid has it. Um, and also, at the end, it says there's a 1080, which is a... Uh, uh, chase in progress but also somebody else said that 1080 depending on where you are can also mean a possible explosion mm. so that could be interesting as well
1: interesting
0: is there anything because I looked it up and the 1010 was fight in progress but 1080 I looked it up and it said like chase in progress but also 1080 other people said that I didn't find a source for said it could be an explosion
1: um, oh, there's, like, this handy little, like, like police police code, blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah, I'm interested in knowing, if you guys know, like, how to interpret, like, these number symbols
1: all over the camera. Police, I would... uh, yeah, it says 1080 means pursuit in progress.
0: Yeah, so the pursuit in progress. But if anyone knows, like, uh, the, the officer involved was named Matthews K. Okay, and um, I want to know if anyone, like knows anything about dash cams like what this LM1ICM means and stuff like if that means anything but it seems like it's possible that we're going to be getting a male protagonist uh, who is a person of color Mm -hmm. and I've seen a lot of fans being like well if it's going to star a guy I'm not going to even play it blah 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 blah. and I respect your choice but I also think that um, having a like, in my mind, there's just no doubt in my mind that whatever character is going to be there is going to be bisexual at least. And so I'm like, well, wouldn't it be cool to have, like, a male person of color who's queer as a lead in a popular game?
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like this is all getting into, like, a lot of, like, assumptions that I'm, I'm just not super
0: comfortable with. Well, I'm just we're just discussing it.
1: Yeah. I mean, the whole point of
0: discussing it right now is we're just going off assumptions because there's nothing else well, to yeah. talk about. Well, yeah. No,
1: no, no. I just I guess I just don't want the the queer assumption. Oh, I, right. I just don't want to like get people's hopes up that it's going to be like a queer person of color and then it's not and then people are disappointed. Yeah. Um, That's because true. because that there's like absolutely no basis for it. Mhm. Um, also, I hope that people don't not just us,
0: just other YouTubers too, don't like yell at YouTubers for like, sometimes I feel like people don't think they have control over how the game is made. So they yell at people they feel like they can reach. And I hope that people don't yell at YouTubers who are playing the game and they don't find anything queer. Like don't blame, don't misplace the blame. If you've, have an issue, just, like, politely, like, say it to the developers instead of, like, yelling at
1: people within the fandom. Even if the main character is not queer at all, I feel like having a person of color is a pretty big deal, and it would be pretty shitty of people to look at that as somehow, like, a step back.
0: Yeah. You know? Especially if, the person is Native American it seems that way like that's my assumption seems like a possibility it seems like a possibility that's them listening to the fact that like a lot of people brought that up a lot of people brought that up and that was like cultural appropriation and a little bit of whitewashing that they took Native American ideas and influences and made in it the about- game. in the original game and kind of made that about a bunch of white characters. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm mad about it. I'm just, like, pointing out a flaw and being, like, I love this game. And here's where, in my opinion, I think it could improve. You
1: know, it's funny, too, because it's, like, I I find that I there's plenty of things that I really enjoy, like, movies or, like, shows and stuff, where I'm, like, yeah, there's, like, a lot of things in this that could be made better. I still really love it you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I've definitely watched things before. I've watched things, I've enjoyed things before that other people have been like, how can you like that? Because it has all these problems. And, like, that's okay as, like, just, you just recognize the problems and you're like, could be, be like. It could be better because
0: one way of making media better is, like. If you're a fan of something and you recognize something is a problem, you go, like, hey, I'm a fan of this, but, like, I'll also recognize this is a problem, and the people who make it are going to be like, you know what? You're probably right. Like, when I make the next iteration of my project, I'm I going... Will keep that in mind. I will keep that in mind. Yeah. I'm going to improve. Like, at the end of the day, it is the developer's choice to do whatever it is that they're going to be doing. Yeah. But, like, I think that they listened to a lot of fan feedback when it comes to the making of Life is Strange 2 and I think you know they're trying their best to you know in my opinion balance their own creative vision while also giving people
1: what they want well and you know what Um, I feel like another thing that people don't realize is that like sometimes like it's okay to realize like as a creative person that your vision can be expanded Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like for instance if I were to write a book and I made, like, like, or, you know, if somebody, like, writes a book and they make all, of like, if they make all of the characters, like, like themselves mm-hmm. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. like, that might be problematic and people might look at that and say, like, hey, like, this could be better. And the person's like, oh, shit, I was just writing this from my experience and I didn't even think about the fact that if I expand what I'm trying to talk about, I could make it even better. Yeah. there was like a, so it's not like, it's not like you have to say to the person like, Hey, this sucks. And like your vision is like bad. And you're a problematic person. It's like sometimes
0: people who are making things just genuinely didn't realize.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's really, really common, especially like with books and stuff for authors to not really examine closely how they make secondary characters, for instance,
0: I remember when one of the DLCs for Dragon Age Inquisition came out, and, like, I was talking to some other fans, being like, it seemed kind of imperialistic, because we were just, yeah, like, that's going the, uh, in and being like, whatever. Yeah. So I sent a tweet to Patrick Weeks, who's now the lead now the lead writer for the next Dragon Age, and I was like, which hey... Hasn't ha- which hasn't been announced yet. Which hasn't been announced yet. He's, he's, he's like, been very clear about that. He's like, it hasn't been announced. Like, there's no confirmation, but... Anyway, so I was like, hey, like, it really seems like you know, this storyline was super imperialistic. Like, we, we go in and do this. And he's like, oh, like, what I was trying to get across was like, these people were bad because they attack you right away. And I was like, oh, well, you know, they attack us right away because we went on to their territory and they didn't know who we were. And he's like, oh, shit, like, I'll keep yep. that in mind. Like, I didn't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Which, like, that's how it goes. Like, I don't have to, like, be like, I guess I have to boycott Dragon Age forever or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sometimes it's just fair to be like, hey, like, I don't know if you realize this, but, like, you know, the way that you wrote this is, you know, is XYZ, and, like, maybe you could change this about it next time. Also,
0: I don't want to invalidate anyone's feelings because I know it's really hard to find representation in media, and so, like, if you're a not-straight girl and you're like, I finally found, like, a series that I feel at home with where I feel like I relate to these characters and what's going on and like then now this like there's a boy who's gonna be in the front of the who's gonna be the main protagonist and now you're like oh I lost it I lost this thing that's so important to me I'm upset like I don't want to invalidate that feeling yeah and you know like I see I understand why people feel that way and I just hope that um now that we're getting, like, stories like The Last of Us 2, where Ellie is going to be
1: canonically
0: have, a lesbian. We're also going
1: to have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And
0: we're also going to have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I'm and, not saying and that, and like, that's going... An- isn't
1: there another one, too?
0: Yeah, there's. we're getting more games now with leads of girls who are not straight. And I think that... women, sorry. And I think that's really great and in ter- and somebody brought up a really good point saying that statistically queer women are not as well represented in all of media as queer men are because mm-hmm. there's like more gay male couples i guess in tv and stuff interesting but specifically in games i specifically think specifically in video games the representation of non-fetishized queer girls is more often given than um queer men, queer men. yeah because right now I can think of Sarah from Dragon Age Inquisition. Most of the romances in in BioWare games, um, Ellie from The Last of Us, and like a few other things. And the right now the only gay male protagonist I can think of is Keon from Dragon a- from Whatever Chapters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the only like Dreamfall chapters. Dreamfall chapters. Who is like a gay male protagonist?
1: and that doesn't even come out until later and it n- isn't really developed in the way that i feel like you know it could be yeah but like i'm, I'm not saying, trying I'm to say, not say that, 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 that it's, it's like, like that it's like not good representation but like i'm not saying this is like the oppression
0: olympics or anything i'm just no. saying like women queer women and like it is for reasons like male gamers are a lot more accepting of lesbians than they are of in their gay games men. Yeah, they just are, and um, and that's for fetishization, fetishization reasons, and, um, and a lot of straight people, even if they aren't, like, anti-gay, it just makes them uncomfortable to even have the option of a gay thing happening. It's true!
1: Yeah. They'll be like,
0: I don't have a problem with gay people, I just, like, don't want to, like, be confronted with that, and I think it's kind of unfair... For women who are just expected to be, like, totally chill with, like, if, like, I feel like female gamers, they're, they, like, a lot of lesbian opportunities come up and, like, if they're straight, they just go, oh, okay, whatever, cool. Yeah, like, yeah, and they're just kind of like, oh, alright. Whatever, like, cool. Like, I feel like lady gamers, even if they're straight, they're just like, oh, a lesbian option, okay, well, you know, not for me, like, yeah. I, I can my entire self-identity is not, like, intimidated by this homosexual encounter, you know? hmm And then I feel like a lot of male gamers don't... Straight male gamers. Straight male gamers are not... And I'm not, like, trying to speak for all straight male gamers. I'm sure there's a lot of straight male gamers who, are, like, who can just be, like, chill about it.
1: The, I, I know that there's tons, because we definitely know a bunch. I guess we're just trying to say that, like... If you, from
0: my personal interactions with other male, straight male Life is Strange fans, a lot of the feedback is it wouldn't be the same if it was two if it was a a gay guy,
1: like mm-hmm. it wouldn't
0: be as good with with gay dudes and not lesbians. And I try to press them on it, and they're like, "I have gay friends. I really, I'm like down with gay marriage. I just like I don't want to see it." And in my head, I'm like. Like my initial reaction is like, okay, that's homophobic, but I also don't know what it feels like to see something and not and be like I don't, you know. Yeah. Like I'm bisexual, so any 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 combination of genders,
1: I'm like that's cool. Yeah. I'm down. I agree. Like I don't really understand. I like I don't get it. I don't understand the f- I mean the like yeah, I mean I guess it's like maybe, like, being put into a... The only, like, thing that I... That that would be similar to my experience... To that experience, like, that I could possibly experience would be, like, to be forced into a romance with a character I didn't like. For any reason. Like, can you imagine if, like, the main protagonist, like, their romance option that you had to choose was, like, a total asshole, and everybody else was like, Oh my god, I love this character! And you're just sitting there being like, sweet, now I, I hate ha- it. now I have to romance this person and I don't even like them. We've played games like that, remember? Yeah. Where we get shoehorned into a romance that we don't want. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that's like... The same. I'm just, just saying that that's, that's their closest... I'm just game. saying that's my closest experience because the gender thing doesn't really apply to me.
0: Yeah, it just sucks that because people are uncomfortable with the prospect of even being confronted with that that other people completely get denied
1: representation well I do I do think this is not just a hope like I I think that this is true that as there is more representation people will gradually become because if you're not used to seeing something
0: it's going to make you uncomfortable, but if you see it more and more, you're going to be like, oh, like, I confronted it, I saw the gay thing, I still feel comfortable with my
1: sexuality, Yeah, I'm okay. Like, Um, and, and I mean, like, and I understand also, like, people wanting options, like, I under, you know, there's, there are people, like, who played the original Life is Strange and, like, romanced, romanced, quote-unquote, Warren, because... They didn't like Chloe, for, like, whatever reason. Like, whether it was because, like, it's gay or, you know, not. But, like, I feel like that's fair.
0: Yeah. It still felt like a very queer story to me. And I guess I can't even really, like, point out a single reason why. It just feels like, okay, Warren's there. Hello. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I guess, like, so...
1: But like having the option does make people feel less forced. Yeah, and I guess also like because so there's also a difference to me in something like The Last of Us where you are watching a story mm-hmm. where you're not like making choices. Mm-hmm. There's a difference when you're put into a choice-based game. I in my opinion, when you're in a choice-based game like Life is Strange but you're still forced into a choice, mm-hmm. that feels worse than playing something like The Last of Us. Or, like, God of War, where it's like, nope, I'm in a story, and I'm just, like, watching how the story plays out. And so then when things happen, they're happening to the character, not so much you.
0: Does that make sense? It just kind of, like, sucks, because sometimes when I'm, like, you know, reading discussions or being involved in a discussion, like, it's so easy for people to be like, I don't see how Life is Strange is a queer story. It's not, like, it's up for debate if they're gay, and I'm just like... For some reason, in me, I'm like, stop taking that away from me. Like, you're taking. It feels like they're taking it from me, and that I'm glad that I like understand that feeling because now, like, I can totally understand. Like, I've been able to understand this, but like, I can understand why people get so defensive over their queerships because, like, they're so little. I'm like, stop. Give. Mm. You're like. I understand that that's your opinion and, and, like, whatever, but it makes me feel like you're washing it away. Like, you're making it not matter.
1: See, I feel completely differently because mm-hmm. I love the the story of Life is Strange just as much if Max and Chloe are just friends. I didn't say
0: that I liked it less. It just, like, it makes... I don't know how to explain the feeling where I'm just like, you're you're... You're just denying that it happens. But I guess it comes from also the feeling I get when people are like, no, Ellie's bisexual, and you're like, but she's not. And like, No, she just didn't know what she was doing. It's like, no, she, she's gay. No, she's not. She just She's confused. And you're like,
1: no, n- well, no, she's gay. I feel like there's a difference between people that do that specifically because they wish to invalidate mm-hmm. and people who are just playing the story with their own canon. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it, Like, And doing it like genuinely, they're just like, no, like genuinely, because people, some people did play it and were like, no, this is a story about friendship Mm -hmm. and whether they didn't, even if they didn't romance anyone, you know?
0: No, no, no. I totally get that. And like, I understand that. It's just like, when people say that, I have to be like, okay, like it was their choice and it was like how they saw it. And I'm just being like, I understand why some people get really upset when that, ship is invalidated because there's so few woman woman ships not only in video games just in the world overall and then a lot of the time the same thing happens where they people will just be like oh you know no no it's just
1: just not i think we're talking about different things though Because you're talking about, like, people who are specifically trying to invalidate it, and I'm talking about, like, people who played it a different way and still view all options as valid. I'm saying
0: the reason why people in the fandom react that way is because of a history of that. And I'm not saying the people who invalidate, not invalidate, but choose to play a different way are wrong. I'm explaining a phenomenon in different fandoms as to why people react so strongly when people don't support each other's ships. Mm. That's why, so I'm hoping like if I explain it like this, everyone can be like, oh, I understand now, and there can be less fighting. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at, being like, hey, when somebody says, I don't think Max and Chloe are gay, it could be them invalidating it, or it could just be that's not their That's canon? That's just not their canon. Yeah. And I understand that from the life experiences that everybody's had of, like, in other, like, fandoms and other, like, woman-woman ships, like, there really are people who are like that. And that can make you think that some other people are invalidating that. and But it's not necessarily true. And they can't control your feelings. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm trying to get at. I feel like... Uh, that a lot of people get upset about ships. Yeah, but I totally understand. <laughs> and I mean, like, sometimes it's because of, like, hit, like history, like, what you're talking about, and other times it's just because people, like, Are buttheads. Are buttheads, and they just, like, they're like, no, like, my way is, like, the only way, you know? Yeah,
0: I just am trying to make it so that if anybody's listening, maybe we can all just, like try to find a high understanding because when people get like really mad at me and I have to be like, okay, I feel that I'm right, but I also have to realize that like maybe this person has experienced this type of life or maybe this person has like experienced this in some other fandom and that's why they're being so defensive over this topic. Yeah, that they're bringing personal history to it. That they're bringing her personal history to it, which is valid because like, that's their life experience experience and that's like actually happening and it was a real problem for them in their lives so like so like instead of like escalating the situation I go like hey like I get it I just disagree instead of being like no me 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 it's kinda like so I'm hoping people are like listening to this and like bringing that experience to themselves and being like okay like maybe we don't have to be so angry
1: at each other. (laughs) Yeah. It kind of reminds me of how, like, when, if somebody from, like, whatever walk of life is used to getting, like, uh, I don't even want you... Like, harassed by people all the time. Yeah. Like, if they're constantly used to, like, people, like, giving Mm -hmm. them shit or, like, giving them problems, like, whatever, they might adopt, like, an aggressive persona Mm -hmm. or to, like, kind of, like, protect themselves and deal with it. Mm -hmm. And then when somebody who... Maybe says something that like they don't mean it to come off like sounding similar, but they're like just kind of clueless, and then the the person who is hurt gets like really aggressive, and everyone's like, "What the hell? like why'd you have to be aggressive?" And it's like, well, it's because they're used to having to defend themselves having to defend themselves, and like pe- when people say that type of stuff they're used to it leading down like a really shitty road. So they're trying to stop it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like this time around, you know, maybe this person was just kind of clueless and didn't know what they were saying. Mm-hmm. But like you have to kind of, you know, especially when people are used to putting up with shit all the time, you know, from whatever community they're in, whether it's like they're a minority or it's a fandom or like their personal like experience with abuse, you you know, it it might help you to, like, try and think about, like, what personal experiences is this person dealing with that maybe is causing them to react this way. Yeah. So. I think, I just, I wanted
0: to, um, just, I wanted people to, I want
1: everyone to stop fighting in the fandom. Yeah. I just want everyone to stop fighting and get along, okay? Oh, my God. So, somebody commented on my Instagram the other day, and they were like, oh, like, I'm just worried that it's, like, that the, the Life is Strange 2 is going to be like Before the Storm is not going to be as good as the original and I was like, honestly, I have faith in don't not I don't have faith in the fandom Yeah, so yeah, most of the fandom is really great, but some people just, just like
0: get... 1% of the fandom is like a butthead It's and... like,
1: yeah, you know how it is it's like, there's always that, that really loud bunch that get like super upset and take things really yeah. too far and you know? if anybody ever like makes you feel like
0: shit from a fandom I just want you to know that literally every fandom is trash yeah and I love being a part of the fandom because the 99% of the fandom is amazing
1: yeah and like 99% just want to like make fan art and like talk about theories and like you know and bond I yeah. guess. and then some people like you know
0: they're doing it for whatever reason that they're doing it and just try and just like let it go you know yeah. Uh, so okay, there's so a...
1: there's going to be a Life is Strange comic. Uh, they we've ta- they've talked about this before, but um, it's going to be it's basically going to co- cut. You, you can see the cool cover right here. Mm-hmm. You see,
0: it's they see say the it's, reflection. yeah. It's based off of the ending of the original Life is Strange season one ending, where right? Chloe lives. Where Chloe lives. Yep. Okay, so why are they doing this to me in the comic cover? Why are mm-hmm. they doing this to me
1: personally? <laughs> I am attacked, and I feel invalidated. Yeah, and people keep asking us to talk about this, but I don't know uh, what exactly to talk about yet. But just thought you should know, if you didn't know already, that uh, oh, for those who can't see the cover, the cover is Max and Chloe standing in the ruins of, I'm assuming, um, Arcadia Bay. Arcadia Bay, and there's a puddle on the ground. And in the puddle, there's a reflection of just Max with no Chloe.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. I don't. I don't like it. Stop it. I like it. And I don't. It makes me feel like anxiety that like somehow in this ending where we killed everyone for Chloe, that somehow quantum she's gonna like, die anyway. She's gonna die anyway, or like she doesn't really exist, or something like that. And I'm just like, I'm just like, no, just let me have this. Look, <laughs> okay, don't. Put me through more angst. I don't want angst. I want fluff. Give me the fluff. Give me the fan service. I already went through enough. It opens okay? up
1: after we killed everyone in Arcadia Bay. And that's
0: fine. And then fluff. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Just happiness. I want the care I want the comic to have okay. If it's not like this, that's okay.
1: <laughs> but after <laughs> we just talked about this if whole if it's week. not
0: like this, that's okay. But what I personally want is just fluff. I just want fan service and fluff because I feel like we've gone through enough, mm-hmm. and they know that a lot of their fan base are this, girls who want is, a happy ending. This is
1: not made by like Don't Not or anything. This is made by two other people,
0: Emma, V. Go up. It, it says their
1: names if you go up. It says right here. No, uh, no, yeah, but that's like a Twitter handle. If you go Claudia up, it Lenardi. says. If, uh, go down right here. Emma Viacelli and Claudia Leonardi. Okay. Um, so... Oh, one of them wrote the Doctor Who comic or something? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah. tried to pronounce those names. We'll see how I did when everyone in the comments yells at me. Okay. S- on to the next. Supergirl uh, has added the first transgender superhero to the show. It's going to be played by transgender activist Nicole Maines. So so, who's she playing as? Do we know a, a trans superhero called Dreamer? What is her or, power? Or, uh, no, hold on.
0: Super, which is similar to Kara's
1: journey to become Supergirl. Uh, yeah. So she'll be in Nia Nall, A.K.A. Dreamer, and I don't, I don't know who that. Like, I don't really, I don't watch the show, and I don't really know anything about it. But I did think that it was kind of cool that they cast an actual transgender activist. To play her. I
0: like the show. I've only watched season one. It's a little like fan service but I'm okay with that because they'll be like, The president called, She said good job, Supergirl. Being like, The president's a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? In case you didn't catch that. She, the president, female.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or just like stuff like that. And I think uh, her sister comes out as gay and that's like important and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. So is the, yeah, and is, D- is Dreamer a uh, trans, tra- like canonically a trans superhero? You're asking,
1: you're the wrong person. Let us
0: know, um, thanks.
1: Because I pretty much know nothing about like superhero comic stuff. It was never really like when I read comics, they're not usually like superhero stuff. Um, So next story, if you're okay yep. with that, parents are hiring
0: Fortnite video game tutors for their kids. There's pressure to be good at it. So, what's happening is, like, I, there, it was a Wall Street Journal uh, article that my dad (laughs) sent to me. Oh my god. But, I couldn't remember my password, so we're reading the people version of it. But basically, they're paying as much as $50 an hour to help their kids improve at playing Fortnite, a wildly popular battle royale game in which 100 players are dropped into... 100 players are dropped into an island and must fight each other, blah, blah, blah. Can you let AJ in? Yeah. Yeah, the newspaper interviewed several parents who hired Fortnite coaches for their kids. You're being really disruptive. You're being, like, a really bad boy today, AJ. You're being, like, you're not getting a Fortnite tutor now. So, there's pressure not just to play, but to be really good at it. You can imagine that was like it, what it was like (laughs) for him at school. So, his parents... Got him a $50 in an hour
1: tutor so he could be cool at school. Some of the parents said they hoped their children's Fortnite skills would lead to a lucrative career in esports, a college scholarship, or a piece of the $100 million prize money awarded to top players by Fortnite developer Epic Games.
0: So when I was growing up, I played like really competitive softball and I like went to like lessons and like had like trainers and stuff and like that my parents would pay for it because like it helped you get into college so they're kind of applying the same logic of that to Fortnite, and i'm not entirely sure that is going where they think it's going
1: however i know there are some schools that are having professional esports they are trying to develop esports. I feel like I just read an article about this, how they're trying to get esports added to the Olympics or something. Yeah. So I feel
0: like maybe I'm like too old to get it or something. But like to me, well, I feel like it's not. It's not going to have the same pull as like an athletic team to mm-hmm. me. But I could be wrong. Like maybe I don't get it. Like
1: maybe. Aren't there already some schools that have esports teams? Yeah, I think there are and I, you know i mean but but think of it this way like if your kid is not and if if your kid is not going to be an athlete mm-hmm. like this is kind of an opportunity yeah because like if your kid's not really like a, as like a an outstanding student and if they're not an athlete like some people may look at this not necessarily like specifically Fortnite but like esports in general they may look at that as kind of like oh like or maybe it's parents being like,
0: hey, like this is something he feels, he or she, or they feel passionate
1: about, it, and I want to be supportive of something that they feel passionate about. And I do feel like there's also something to be said for, um, you know, taking something that a kid is interested in, like, even if it, you know, like, is it video games? Is it chess? Is it, like, track mm-hmm. and field? Is it, you know... Math, like whatever it is and just kind of being like what can we do with this and how can we encourage them to be passionate about something and also like I would think that maybe know, it's
0: like a really good sign for video games that people like parents now are seeing it not as a waste of time yeah but as a hobby to invest
1: in yeah which
0: that's pretty cool well
1: and, and if you think about it this way you know It can also incentivize those kids to study harder. Like, for instance, like, my parents, like, my parents, like, I did tons of things as a kid. Mm -hmm. I was clearly never going to be a competitive gymnast, but my parents let me go to gymnastics lessons. Mm
0: -hmm. And, like,
1: that was just literally about, like, hey, this is something our kid enjoys. She's never going to be a pro. This is pretty much just, like, something she wants to do right now. Yeah, like, and it,
0: it helps build some sort of skill. Maybe like it, it would like incite some sort of like work ethic. You know, mm-hmm. like you need to practice doing this type of thing, and you get better at it, and blah blah blah. Yeah. So, I think you know, even if it doesn't lead to college scholarships, I think it's a good um, sign for video games as a whole and how it's being accepted in the general culture. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it used to be like, are video games ruining children's souls? Are there, Will children go to hell if they go play video games? Are video games? games killing
1: your children?
0: Yeah, are video games giving your children cancer and then telling them to
1: disrespect you? Yeah? Like, did video games tell your child not to eat their vegetables? Ba- yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> you always see, like, the craziest things being, like, did video games tell your child that it was adopted without you giving consent to that? (laughs) And you're like, like, there was an actual thing for Portal 2 where, like, one of the kids was adopted, and in the story, the main character was adopted, and so, like, the villain teased the main character for being adopted, and then they were like, I can't believe it. This video game said that she was adopted, and I was like, Oh, my God. It wasn't like she didn't know, but it was like she's being teased for being adopted, but we have a daughter who's adopted, and it's like, yeah, but the main character's a- adopted. That means, like, your kid can relate to the main character.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, so we've got a, tr- we've got a trailer. We- well, we've got two trailers. So we've got, first of all, they released a trailer for Aquaman, which... Has Jason Momoa,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I feel like it looks kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still kind of interested to see where it goes. I so just like, like I'm just
0: gonna skip around,
1: yeah. So basically, you've got like he's like, he like, I don't know, finds out about his powers in an aquarium or something, and then we've got this costume, yes, is yep, weird, yeah.
0: I okay. Hold on, let me get back to that costume. I like it, but it seems like... Okay, I... wait! There's dudes riding sharks, it's cool. Yeah. Never mind, I take everything back, it's
1: amazing. And there's Giant World Under the Sea, and there's like... Yeah, there's just basically... Look at that! Yeah, I'm gonna see this movie. Yeah. I don't care if it's shit. I like, don't care if it's crap. I like. I want to see it. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I like to see Her things... Her hair is very red. Is that supposed to be Poison Ivy? No. She, oh. no, she has a... If you go down... I think it says who she is. No. Mira, maybe? Ah, okay. Because the green motif and the red hair kind of threw me off. Yeah. So it's kind of like superhero stuff is always tricky with me um, because there's like so many of them. Um, But yeah, you've got a lot of people in this.
0: I don't know. I just thought Oh, it kind of... Nicole Kidman as Atlanta. Uh, at, Atlanta. At, Atlanta.
1: Atlanta. Atlanta.
0: Okay, a- so is it... Atlanta?
1: Atlanta. Atlanta? I don't know.
0: But, uh... And you know what? That's actually pretty cool, because it seems as if Atlanta is his love interest. Oh? That was Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman as Atlanta. It's, but, it looked like Nicole Kidman. But I didn't think Kidman. that was
1: Nicole Kidman. She...
0: Go back to... Okay. Wait. Never mind. But, yeah, I was about to be excited That's... because usually older women only get the roles of being a witch or the evil person. Yeah. <laughs> like, if once you're an older woman, it's over. If you're an older guy, all your girlfriends are thirty when you're fifty-eight.
1: Yeah. They, there's the... like there's like a hard cutoff.
0: Yeah. Like you know. <laughs> For
1: how old the main. Tom Cruise keeps getting
0: older and older, and all of his girlfriends in the movies are still twenty-eight. <laughs>
1: Oh, she's Aquaman's mother. Aww. Um. Yeah, and then so the next trailer that uh, I was looking at is the one for um, the Dragon Prince, which uh, is the show that my friend is working on, and it looks super cute. And um, I hope everyone in the comments
0: peer pressure Stacy. Actually, don't peer pressure Stacy, because then she'll never watch is- it.
1: Into watching, oh, into watching Avatar? I already got several messages about it.
0: Uh, Stacey, I know you don't want to do it, but I really think that it's you'll like it. literally just because
1: you told me to. I know, I hate myself too.
0: I don't hate <laughs> you, I understand you and I get why. I just think that you would really like it. I'm watching Gossip Girl with you. Yeah. After we're done watching Gossip Girl. We'll watch Girl, Avatar. We'll watch, okay, you're going to be like, oh yeah, we can only watch one episode today. I'm
1: never going to watch Avatar. Like, um, but yeah, the Dragon Prince looks super cool. All episodes are dropping on September 14th. I'm not like paid to promote this show for them or anything. I just think it looks really cool. And like, it's been really neat to see this project that they've been working on and like, like telling us like me and my friends about it, but like being really vague because they can't really talk about it. But just being like, I'm really excited about this. It, yeah, like it's really cool, and you guys will see it in a year, like that type of thing. Yeah. So, anyways, oh, uh, Nintendo got.
0: I guess we'll just look at the. Uh, we'll just look at the, the thing. But you just basically, look at the URL. The, uh, yeah. First quarter profits up forty four percent to two hundred and seventy five million on Switch sales alone. Million. Million. Mill Good job, Switch. You did you're doing great, sweetie. Yep. So Elon Musk there's a tweet from August first. If you're into video game development, consider applying to Tesla. We want to make super fun games that integrate to the Cinder touch screen phone and car in real life. So um uh-huh. he wants to make like there's gonna be some new Atari based Easter eggs and the new like um in their next firmware update for mm-hmm. Tesla cars which I'm like I am sure they've like thought this through but I'm wondering like how distracting is that going to be when you're driving you know I'm sure they're not th- going to think this through but it's just like what mm. he's also been getting in trouble for his tweets with his like
1: yeah chair board or whatever it's called yeah and, like, that whole thing about, like, the boys that were trapped in the cave, and he was like, I made you a submarine! And all the people that, like, were over there, like, actually helping were just like, this is useless, we can't use this, what are you doing? Because, right, he's gotten to the point where he's so rich
0: that he has no idea what life is anymore. Yeah. He's like, I made a submarine,
1: because I'm Batman, and they're like, and no. they and they were like, this is like a hard submarine that will not fit around any of like the bends in the cave, like so we can't use it for anything. But thanks, you know. And he's, like he's t- just so
0: rich, he's the he has no, he's lost touch with reality.
1: Yeah, and, and now it, he
0: has a goth girlfriend and is more powerful than others. Yeah, his goth girlfriend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then she's like, I looked into it personally, and. No, he's not stopping people from having unions. And, like, the employees are like, yes, he is, Grimes. Mm. I know that you're a very good musical artist, but that doesn't make you an investigative journalist.
1: Yeah. So. Um, so there's going to be a Metal Gear Solid movie. So I have some worries because... I have some concerns.
0: I have some concerns because, A... Hideo Kojima has been thrown out onto the street, and mm-hmm. no longer has control over Middle Gear Solid. Yeah, and B. Konami Konami is owned by the Japanese mafia, so I like the yakuza, and um, so I don't I don't think it's going to be respectful of Kojima's vision.
1: Just listen to this quote. Um, the movie director says, We're not exactly adapting something verbatim as quote unquote this game, but we're also not just going to throw it out in a crazy dark tower way that it completely disregards why fans love this thing. Uh, Voigt Roberts said. Voigt Roberts said that Kojima even encouraged him to branch out, literally telling him, Do what I would do, betray your audience.
0: Yeah, but he's not gonna be allowed to because the Yakuza will like cut his fingers off. <laughs> if he, they don't make a cool movie that they approve of with,
1: like, zombies
0: or something. So, so it's
1: not going to cover... It's basically not going to cover, like, a, like a, a game in the same way and it's going to break from the traditional structure. But, yeah, uh, I guess we'll see how that goes.
0: I just... I am, you know, Team Kojima, and I just feel sad that, you know... His baby baby, sad. So can, like, all those trailers, that baby he's holding is his creativity. It represents Metal Gear Solid and how, like, they keep trying to steal his baby. Mm-hmm. And I just feel so bad because it's like they're literally doing what his weird Death Stranding trailers are showing as his deepest, darkest fear. hmm And I just feel bad. Like, that sucks.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll see and then Patrick Stewart announced at the Vegas uh, Star Trek convention he is returning to s- to a new Star Trek series, and he's also going to executive produce. The series will focus on the next chapter of Picard's life, and he tweeted out a statement saying that he's very excited, and it was, like, the sweetest thing. Actually, I, I have hope to- he's actually excited, because remember no, when we I saw have to him? No, re- I have to read part of it. It's really, I'm you know what, I'm just going to read. It's not very long. I will always be very proud to have been a part of Star Trek The Next Generation, but when we wrapped that final movie in the spring of 2002, I truly felt my time as Star Trek had run its natural course. It is, therefore, an unexpected but delightful surprise to me to find myself excited and invigorated to be returning to Jean-Luc Picard and to explore new dimensions within him, seeking out new life for him when I thought that life was over. During these past years, it has been humbling to hear stories about how the next generation brought people comfort, saw them through difficult periods in their lives. I'm one of those people! or how Yeah, we we did. We told him to his face. Or how the example of Jean-Luc inspired so many to follow in his footsteps pursuing science exploration and leadership. I feel I'm ready to return to him for the same reason, to research and experience what comforting and reforming light he might shine on these often very dark times. I look forward to working with our brilliant creative team as we endeavor to bring a fresh, unexpected, and pertinent story to life once more. I'm personally like, overjoyed. I just hope that he's happy. I he's he's going to executive produce, which also makes me very happy because he's just like, in my mind, he's like, he can do no wrong.
0: I just remember <laughs> when we saw him at that um, convention, he was talking, he didn't seem very happy with mm. the with, uh, you know, maybe he's changed his mind since then. He just seemed like a lot more interested in his personal work in the theater doing Shakespearean plays.
1: Yeah. But
0: But I think if he's able to executive produce and have complete creative control over this series... I think that would make him happy.
1: I just, I just want him to be happy. I just, I really want him to be, I mean, like, obviously. I don't care
0: what the show is, I will watch
1: it. I will watch it. I will it wa- could be, like, Captain Card stares at a wall watching paint dry, and I would still be like, oh,
0: this it is could so be, nice. Th- it could literally just be Shakespeare in space, and <laughs> I'd be like, I'm so
1: proud of you, Grandpa. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like,
0: I will watch it just for, just, just to support him.
1: So, if you have watched pretty much any of our videos, you've probably caught TNG references. We're obsessed. Because, we're, we're obsessed, obsessed with, with the it. show. Like,
0: I am obsessed. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. I get... I have anything. watched it so many times.
0: I'm so obsessed that if, like, you know, they're like, oh, Kirk or Picard. If someone answers Kirk, I, like, not only do I not respect them, I just, like get mad get mad i get like mad on the inside because i'm like how can you just be such a fucking moron (laughs) like i'm like i know it's completely irrational but i'm just like not only do i no longer respect you
1: i think you should just never be seen by my eyes yeah and i mean you're just so wrong all that stuff we said earlier about like respecting people's choices and fandoms like that's all true except for this except for this you're just (laughs) An idiot. Like, because that tells me
0: everything I need to know about you. Like, oh, you just want to go around the universe fucking green women? Like, okay. What the fuck ever? John Lucas Picard, he walks around. Women come to him mm-hmm. and he says, no, thank you. Unless you're a smart older woman who's like good at international espionage, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Okay?
1: Okay. So, I'm just, I'm like, this is very exciting for me. Yeah um what else do we got here oh so people had asked us about have you seen that's just an ad okay so you yeah know. I have Does seen
0: the insane opinions. okay so I should probably
1: point out so we're talking about the the new She-Ra design which, which is, is for the Netflix series right so I should point out that
0: um I watched a pretty cool video of this guy and let me find it really quick. Okay, no, let's hope there's own- no porn that pops up. Did you watch Shira when you were a kid? Uh no, but my sister did. She was obsessed. Okay. So this guy made a re- thought slime, made a really good video about here let me put his face that's not him that's the guy he's criticizing. Oh. So he comes out in this video he comes out as non-binary by the way oh. and he talks about how much he loves Shiro as a kid and then he oh, shit I don't know non-binary they sorry sorry mm-hmm. everybody they uh, talk about that and he criticizes this guy they. The, the fuck I'm so sorry. They criticized this guy for, like, his breakdown being, like, okay, this guy is saying that, like, people are defeminizing She-Ra, but really It's a just, show for kids! It's a show it's for, a show for show little for girls! Kids. It's a show for little girls! It's a show for little girls, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yes. And this guy, he, the non-non-binary guy, was basically making up some fake points and, like, cutting off the picture, saying, oh, the new She-Ra's not feminine at all, but, like, he had cut off, like, how long and voluminous her hair was. Yeah. And he was like, oh, they're trying to get rid of princesses, but the name of the show is She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. Yeah. Like, more princesses than ever. there's actually more princesses. And, like, she's wearing a flowing skirt, and she's, With little
1: shorts underneath, which is so practical. Yeah, because... I don't want to
0: see a little girl, like, a teenage girl's
1: crotch. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, if she's going to be doing all sorts of, like, badass stuff. Like, like if I had a daughter, and I would hope that, like, these dudes, if they
0: had daughters, this is what they would want their kid to see because... Like, she's totally feminine. All they did was make her have less breasts because she's playing a younger version of herself. Oh, so why the fuck does it matter? It's a show for kids. Well, so the reason why, like, a lot of uh, grown adult men were mad that a children's show wasn't sexy enough <laughs> is because their, their point of view was that, the woman who made this was too like butch or whatever yeah. and she like made her more masculine it's, that's uh, no- a noelle stevenson I believe and like she they were like trying to trick girls into like not being feminine and blah 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 but in my opinion she looks more radiant and feminine than the original design let's look at Sh- Shira ori- original but the original Shira she was pretty buff, so let's find a good one. here's a good one.
1: I mean she's but she's also very clearly older too.
0: She you know this is her playing a seventeen year old by the way. so uh, I feel like they made it a little bit more appropriate
1: to what a is...
0: what a young teenager is going to look like because <laughs> you know, and I this whole thing is just so like. Oh, my God. So what I think what happened is that people who make money off of the outrage of women existing is that, like, they're like, oh, like, where's my boobs? Like, whatever. Like, I genuinely think that the majority of people wouldn't care unless somebody, like, made up the points that these...
1: Like, frothed, uh, frothed up the outrage, basically. Yeah, they
0: frothed it up being like... I can't believe it. They're making boobs go away, like women and whatever. They took my boobs. They took my boobs. And it's like, dude, it's a show for little girls. And also probably little boys who want to look at a cool show.
1: Like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a show for kids. So, like, it really bugs me when, um, and I mean, like, granted, like, I am an adult who definitely watches kids' shows. But I feel like you also have to, like, understand that, like, this was not created with me in mind. And, like, there have definitely, it's, like, I feel like I've listened to people talk about kids movies sometimes and been, like, oh, like, the, you know, this is so, like, the plot is, like, so simplistic. And I'm, like, yeah. It's, it's for, for kids. kids. It's for fucking kids. Like, like you it, fucking idiot. I know. Like, and sometimes people are, like, well, it doesn't give an excuse for it being not
0: good. I'm, like... It needs to be simpler because it's for four-year-olds.
1: Yeah. Like, I And the get fact it. that you're watching it is fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, you also have to keep in mind that, like, the target audience for this is not you. you yeah, know?
0: It, not, not, not everything needs to be about you. Like, I love Adventure Time, Steven Universe, like, some, you know, I watched Gravity Falls and stuff like that. And I love them. But I also know that it's not about me. Like, those shows aren't. I shouldn't be trying to make that show about me. Yes. This show is for kids. And I'm totally accepting of that. And to take, like, a show for kids and demand that it be, like, whatever. Well, also, like,
1: really weird if you're talking about, like, a teenage character and complaining that they don't look sexy enough. Yeah. That's very strange. By the way, the
0: person on screen is the non binary person. So, don't mistake this person for the weird, the, the weird person. The who weird person. I'm just, like, I'm promoting their video because I think that they made a really good video about the topic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I,
1: and, you know, I just. It's called We Don't Talk About She-Ra by Thought Slime. So, yeah. So, just, if you wanted to, like, do, like, look at that some more, definitely go check that out. Um, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the expanse I'm so the expanse is being turned into a tabletop RPG the Kickstarter funded in an hour Uh, those of you who have listened to our podcast before will know that I'm a huge fan of the expanse novels as well as the show Uh, I think the show is actually like a pretty great adaptation of like some pretty complex and very enjoyable books um, and now they're turning it into a tabletop RPG, which I think is pretty cool. Um, I didn't know this, but originally the Expanse was created as an MMORPG. RPG. Wow. As an MMO, and then the company that had approached the writer about making the MMO—now that I'm thinking about how you it, how
0: you explained it to me, it totally does make sense. Right that i'm thinking about all the different factions
1: and yes. their, like their abilities and stuff i'm yes. like oh
0: yeah that totally And they makes each sense. have their
1: yes yeah. so basically it was originally he was originally designing an MMO and then the company scrapped that idea but he kept all of his like George R R Martin style notes mm-hmm. and ended up working with his um like his uh, collaborator and ended up writing using that as the basis for the first Expanse book, which was Leviathan Wakes, mm-hmm. um, and now they're turning it into a tabletop RPG, which I think is super cool because there aren't a lot of, or there aren't as many uh, sci-fi tabletop RPGs, t- tabletop ones, as there are for fantasy, Like because mm-hmm. you've got Dungeons and Dragons and Dragon Age and then like a whole bunch of others. But like Starfind, you got for sci-fi, you've got like Starfinder. Uh, others. You just want to play games where
0: everyone dies.
1: Yeah, I mean um, hey, you
0: can play Cyberpunk 2020. I... Play. Yeah, the um, Cyberpunk 2020 is a book. What Cyberpunk 2077 is based
1: off of. It's a book.
0: Yeah, it's also a tabletop RPG.
1: Oh!
0: Yeah, the guy made a bunch. Cyberpunk 2020 is the tabletop that also features some side books. Oh! Yeah, so we can play Cyberpunk 2020 if you want. Oh my god, that
1: sounds so fucking cool. Yeah, it's cool. like a whole
0: thing. Here, let me Google it. Punk 2020 Tab- classes and character classes! sheets. Classes! Ooh, where are the classes? Hold on, this is important. Oh. <laughs> Oh, what? Sucks. This wiki sucks. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a cyberpunk second edition. Oh, role-playing
1: game. Yeah. Oh, man. That sounds so cool. The, f-
0: the first one came out in 1988, and it was called Cyberpunk 2013. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's fucking scary. Yeah, I know. You're scared. You're upset that Well, Cyberpunk like... 2020, it's going to be. Yep. <laughs> Two
0: years. Yep. And now you're like, man, fuck this. Why isn't the world like shit as this?
1: I know. All right, so. So. Sponsor um, time. Sponsor time. So uh, Shirt Punch has redesigned their website so you can. Okay, so Shirt Punch is basically this company. They do a bunch of different, like, nerdy t-shirt designs. We've. Previously, if you're not watching the visual version of the podcast, we are looking through a couple of their shirts right now. But basically, they have a whole bunch of, like, kind of, like... Cool designs. We've previously talked about like the Harry Potter dog ones. They also have some anime ones. Ooh,
0: ooh, those are have...
1: really cool.
0: So they they oh match up Sailor Moon. Sailor... Sailor Moon with different elemental Pokemon. So, so the, they the have different
1: Sailor Scouts with elemental Pokemon. So
0: they have Sailor Venus the, with a Ponyta and like Whoa. some other ones, and then they have Neptune with a Gyarados and a Psyduck. Oh, I want to see the other ones. Oh, Saturn wow. is with a Gengar and other ghost psychic Pokemon.
1: Mars well, got is Jupiter with a Jolteon and then Mars is with some fire Pokemon. And then Chibi Moon. Dark with all Fire the specifically. Cutie ones. Oh my god. Oh these are so cute. Okay, so anyways, they also do uh, ten dollar t shirt specials, like you know, like t shirts of the day type thing. Um, if you want to get 10% off, you can Spider-Man enter... Spider-Man
0: is a tarot card. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: You can enter the code POD10 for 10% off. I think you can also actually give them your email address and get 15% off of an order, too.
0: If you're into tarot cards, they have some oh. pretty crazy The ones. Emperor? Did you see the Emperor? The Emperor as, as a, a king.
1: The Emperor, Emperor Palpatine as, like... And Judge Dredd as Judgment. Whoa. Oprah as, as the, the Empress. Empress.
0: That guy from Dragon Ball Z is the Hermit. That's cool. Yeah. So th- they basically just specialize in crossovers.
1: Yeah, in like really cool crossover t shirts and like. So, uh, yeah, recommend checking out their stuff. So. Do we have a promo code? Yeah, it said pod 10. Pod 10. Okay. P O D 10. P O D 10. The number 10. The number 10. Mm-hmm. So, um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about this week? Nope, just that AJ's being such a bad boy today. He has been a nightmare.
0: You're being a nightmare, baby. I'm a little nightmare boy.
1: The AJ's a dog. He's, he's our Taylor Swift dog.
0: He's not a nightmare. He's just a normal dog. You're just not used to having a dog. He's just a normal baby.
1: He's a nightmare just like a daydream.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I just really
1: wanted to say that on the podcast. I know. Hold on, I wait. Um, so if you want to keep in touch with us in the meantime. Oh, uh, another thing. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who donated to us on Patreon this past week. We really appreciate it. Patreon was having some issues with, um, payments and stuff and a bunch of people like donated to us and that's, you guys are really amazing. And so I just wanted to give you another shout out. Um, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com/geekremix. Uh so far we don't we don't gate our content, but this is just a way for you to kind of like support the making of like the scripted videos. The scripted videos cost more money to make
0: than they make. Like even <laughs> yeah. if even if they make if even if it's like 50,000 views, it's going to cuz I don't try to I don't purposely try to hit like the 10-minute mark by like putting in filler or anything. Yeah. So Basically, like, they make, like, even if it gets, like, 50,000 views, it makes, like, 20 bucks yeah, in ad revenue. So, and, like, it usually takes me a few days to write the script, and, like, and then it takes me a while to edit. And research and edit
1: footage and stuff. Research and
0: edit footage and stuff, so,
1: like. And you've been able to do more of those now, which is really cool. Yeah, I can do
0: more of them now because
1: the Patreon, like, makes it worth it worth it yeah yeah well it's like it's also just like if we're figuring out how to like spend our time it really helps to be supported like so that it's like oh like we can maybe like try out new projects or yeah you know because like the scripted
0: content is super hard and like i the way youtube works right now they're like um go fuck yourself
1: yeah, so so that just you know it really helps us out, and you know thank you again to people who donated. If you want to keep in touch with us between projects, uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. I'm at Geek Remix a lot, and you are. I'm at Geek Remix, but look at Stacy's
0: Instagram. She's an Instagram <laughs> model now. Please follow her so that she can get. Uh, Instagram sponsorships. <laughs> so I've, gotten, more clothes. I've gotten a couple
1: already, which is really cool.
0: Yeah. Um, so you should get more clothes. Yeah. Stacey needs clothes. <laughs> I have now clothes. This no, is like that's... a Steven Universe one. <laughs> this is you as a Pokemon trainer. Oh my God. Yep. Look at that.
1: that. That's a Look at that dog. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.